Welcome, everybody. It's the Brainstorming to Book Sales podcast, where we listen to authors talk about their journey through the process. And today, we have Erin Clark with us. She is the author of, what's the, the title of your book, Erin? It is called Adulting 101, What They Don't Teach You. What They Don't Teach You. So there's a lot that they don't teach you. <laughs> right. <laughs> At least a lot that I didn't get taught. <laughs> <laughs> so is this geared, who is it geared toward? We'll just ask you that question. Yeah, good question. So this book is geared towards typically, you know, high school seniors, um, you know, college freshmen, anyone in college or just out of college, um, you know, who needs help kind of navigating this new world of adulthood. That's tricky. Yeah. It's tricky. They don't tell you in school what it's going to be like to have to budget to eat dinner every day because mom's not making it anymore. Right, right. Or how to plan your time effectively so that you can, you know, get your homework done and be social with your friends and make time to work out and, you know, plan your, your money accordingly. Um, yeah, that's the kind of thing that, that is not taught that, you know, when I turned, you know, and in my early 20s, especially, I just kept saying, why didn't anyone teach me this? And I wish I had learned this, you know, and so I wrote a book about it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fantastic, because we can all use a little guidance. Yeah. I mean, that's when you go out into the world, it's really easy to feel lost and overwhelmed and just kind of questioning everything. And as the parent of a soon-to-be teenager, I can only imagine, like I sit here and I think I'm teaching her everything she needs. Mm -hmm. But the minute she walks out my door, who knows what she's really prepared for. Mm -hmm. It's going to be totally different. Right. So what was, what was your favorite chapter to write in your book? Hmm. That's a really good question. And um, we had said this a minute ago, I feel like it was just a totally different world. I feel like it was so long ago when I was writing this, but it really wasn't that long ago. It was about two years ago. But I think my favorite thing was uh, the end section because, you know, the first half of the book is really talking about, um, you know, strategy, you know, it gives you you know, a, a game plan essentially of how to do this and how to do that. And the, the second part of it is all about, you know, being the best version of yourself and what you can do to make yourself happy and that it's okay to change jobs or it's okay to change majors or, um, you know, that kind of thing. And I, I share my stories in that. And um, that was definitely my favorite part because I was able to, you know, express a little bit more creatively rather than just saying, okay, here's what you do and when you do it. And here's some good ideas for this. Um, you know, I was able to kind of get into the creative space when it comes to writing for the, the second half of the book. That's awesome. And I mean, yeah. strategy is definitely important, but those are things you can just go out and learn, you know? Yeah. You know, yeah. You're sharing them from your perspective, but yeah, we can all go pick up a book about budgeting or we can all go pick up a book about how to cook. But when you add in that part of your book about how to really just become yourself and find mm -hmm. yourself, mm -hmm. I mean, that's something that carries on. I'm in my 40s and I'm still studying that. 
Right. And you learn different things. Right. Absolutely. So powerful. And you learn something different, you know, with every kind of step in your journey. Um, And I almost want to write, you know, another book entirely about like, you know, I didn't know anything (laughs) that I was trying (laughs) to teach you because, you know, you're constantly learning and constantly evolving. Um, But, you know, I'm I'm proud of that because, you know, at that time, that's what I had and that's what I shared. Um, So again, that's, that's why it was kind of my favorite thing because I felt I had, you know, some knowledge to, to share with people about, you know, setting your goals and, you know, going after the life that you really want. Um, because no matter what stage of life you're at, like, you know, that's always something that you can achieve if you want it. Definitely. And I think that's key. What you just said right there is it doesn't really matter what age you're at or what level you you believe yourself to be at. There's always room for growth and aspirations and new goals and just being able to live in that space with yourself Mm -hmm. and being okay with it yeah yeah it's you know it's it sounds so simple and it is but it's not always easy exactly that's the thing it's simple but not easy exactly because you have the societal pressures Mm -hmm. right Oh, you're this you age. Have, yep. You or you have already your family have pressure. Yep, exactly. Yep. Why haven't you done this? Where's my grandbaby? Why aren't you married? <laughs> I may have said those in the wrong order. But, you know, everybody's asking, when are you buying a house? Why are you still renting? Right, right. Why and I still driving the this. car you had in college? Like, you know, <laughs> there's all this pressure. Right. And I talk about this in, in a couple chapters too, because especially now, you know, people my age are on social media all day, every day. And it's so easy to compare and get stuck in the comparison of, oh, okay, all my friends are 24 and getting engaged. And now I'm 25 and, and I'm not engaged and I haven't bought a house yet. And I'm not where I want to be in my career. And it's okay to first of all, turn off your phone every once in a while and not, <laughs> not pay attention to everyone else, but also know that you, you know, you're right where you need to be. And again, it's, it's about following your own path and not just comparing yourself because that's how you're going to, you know, really feel the anxieties and those pressures of needing to be at a certain point when maybe that's not even where you might end up. You never know. So it's just, you know, you can't compare yourself because oftentimes, especially on, you know, Instagram, you're seeing the highlight reel, you know, you're not seeing what it took for someone to get to that vacation or, you know, how many people they had to date before they find that person or whatever, you know, you're only seeing the good things. Right. And, and that's so true. And, you know, we've always heard about trying to keep up with the Joneses Mm-hmm. That that's happened forever, but mm-hmm. social media has taken that to a whole new level. Yeah, especially yeah, and especially again, my generation. It's it's you know you're not on your phone all the time. Like you're the weirdo, um, you know. <laughs> so it's it's hard to kind of step back and say, oh wait, I I'm only 24. I'm only 23. I don't have to have everything figured out. And just because one person has one part of their life figured out doesn't necessarily mean that I also have to have that exact thing figured out. Right. Think about what you do have figured out. Yeah. And maybe they're struggling in that area or, you know, just drop the comparisons altogether. Right. Exactly. That's what I was just going to say. Their life, you live your best life and just be okay in that. Exactly. 
And it seems like we're coming to this place in, I keep using the word society. I don't really know what other word to use. I need to bring out a thesaurus. <laughs> but where the whole thought of authenticity and the living in the now is becoming so much more prevalent. Yeah. And I'm hoping, I'm very, very hopeful, especially for my kids, that this continues mm-hmm. so that they're taught the same things. Right. And it becomes more of the normal. Right. Instead right. of regretting the past and having anxiety over the future, mm-hmm. live right now. Live your best life right now. Exactly. And yep. I think your book goes a long way to really talk about that, to kind of set people up for that. And you mm-hmm. mentioned you have another book you want to write. So does it kind of spin off of this? Is it something totally different? What that no. look like? Yeah, it's going to be totally different. I mean, what I'm thinking, and again, it's, it's kind of just floating around my head and I've been trying to work on it a little bit. It's nothing concrete, but it's definitely something, something that, that is there that I need to, you know, tune into more often. But what I want to do is write more of a novel and write characters based on, different societal pressures. You know, I have a couple friends that fit into this world of, you know, doing really well and, and having a house and, and, you know, kids on the way and all this kind of stuff. And then I have other ki- friends that do not fit into that world. And it's, you know, because of, you know, their background or, or other things. And, and these friends of mine are kind of becoming characters and I'm, I'm thinking it'll be some kind of novel, but there will of course be lessons in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, maybe not as many, maybe not as, you know, concrete as my first book. Um, but like I said, it's just, it's just in the beginning, but I want to touch upon, um, you know, drug use with people my age and, mm-hmm. um, you know, financial literacy with people my age, that kind of stuff that is, you know, I, I, you see a lot of or, or you know, lack of. And I, I'd like to kind of create a character that, you know, has those issues and overcomes those issues or something like that. And, and again, it's, it's just kind of coming together, but it, it's, it's in the works. And I'm excited to, um, at some point soon, you know, have another book out. That would be fantastic. You write well. Thank so you. So I think that would be really fun. Are you going to be one of the characters? I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because when I wrote this book, a lot of my family members said, oh, well, who's this chapter about and who's this person about? And I'm like, you just, you have to take it as it is. Of course, you know, authors write what we know, right? You know, we, of course we use our own life experiences, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's the exact person or the exact scenario. <laughs> that is very true. And when parents especially read something like what you wrote, you know, what they don't teach you, a parent can take that really personal. Like, I tried right. to teach you that. I tried to tell yeah. you that. Right. Like, right. And someone said that you. to me, like, oh, maybe they didn't teach this to you, but you just weren't listening. And I said, well, maybe, <laughs> but there's a lot of other people my age that also were absent that day or something. <laughs> <laughs> Who didn't even come to the family meeting that day. Right. <laughs> Yeah, there, there is a lot. Um, I'm thankful my kids' school right now, they're focusing on seven fundamentals this year. And so much of it is focused on self. Mm-hmm. And I just absolutely love that they're focusing on that. 
Yeah, that's and, awesome. I did not know, have that when I was, you no. know. <laughs> I'm reading this because the school sent it out. So all of our parents, you know, all of us parents are aware. And I'm like, this is fantastic mm-hmm. that they're really going to focus on the buildup of self. And it's yeah. not like selfishness, but just being your very best in all of these different ways and yeah. using that to elevate others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it's, oh, I love it. And so in your book, you talk about finances, you talk about food, you mm-hmm. talk about time. There were, I mean, there's so many. So what were some other chapters in your book? Um, I also, like I said, I also, at the end, especially talk about like goal setting Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being able to break down your goals. Um, I also talk about, um, you know, prioritizing and, you know, making, you know, making your health a priority, but also making sure you're getting your homework done and making sure you're getting on time for work and all that kind of stuff. Um, so being able to prioritize, um, I talk about the, the three D's, which again, a lot of this is I learned um, after college, I had a really great um, experience with a sales company and um, I sold Cutco knives. It was an awesome company. I loved selling the product. I loved, you know, working with the people that I worked with because, you know, we would go to these conferences and they would teach you, yes, they would teach you how to sell knives and they would teach you, you know, that, you know, sales skills, which was awesome. But they also taught you, again, the, the stuff, some of the stuff that I talk about in my book, like priority and um, the three D's of, you know, delegating, deferring, and deleting, you know, so if you have a big long list of, of to-dos and you're feeling overwhelmed with all the stuff that you have to get done, you know, take another 30 seconds to, pre- to go through the list and say, okay, this is something that's important and urgent, you know, like that history paper that I've been putting off and is now due tomorrow. Um, so being able to, to look at it and say, okay, this is what I need to get done now. And this is what I can defer to maybe doing at some other point. And then this is something I'm just going to delete and not even worry about. Um, so things like that. Um, you know, I, I got a, a whole lot out of those conferences and working with mentors um, that taught me that kind of stuff. Um, so that's what other, uh, other things that are in my book. Yeah. Because yeah, they don't teach you that in school because you're not really allowed to like delegate your paper. Right, right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> not that, you know, nobody does that, but. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's really, really awesome that you're trying to take what you wish you had known, what you took the time to learn, and now you're going back and sharing that with people in that age group where you wish you had known it. Exactly. That was the whole point of the book. And I remember when I first started writing it, and when Shannon, you and I first started working together and I was so excited because I was like, yes, I'm going to be able to teach this to people that might be able to learn from it or might be able to take some of the lessons or stories that I share and, and kind of learn from it and, you know, maybe avoid some of those, those mistakes or just in a way, just be able to grow and, and flourish so that we're not all complaining about how hard it is to be an adult and, you know, how everything is awful and no one taught me anything. And, that's another thing I've learned since being an adult is, you know, being an adult, it's actually kind of cool. You know, you can make your own decisions. You can decide what, if you want to eat pizza for breakfast or, or whatever, you know, you, you have that, you have that control in your life. And so it's, 
embracing it is kind of where I'm at in, in my life right now. And it's interesting to kind of look back on the book and say, Oh, I, I wrote about this and, and I'm, and it's coming up again. And, and, you know, I'm able to learn the lesson again, <laughs> learn it again at a new level. Exactly. Yep. It's a new level of understanding. So uh, let's see. So when you actually finished writing your book and it was published, what did it feel like to actually see that and feel that and, and hold uh, it? Uh, and it was honestly one of the best moments. I, I, I just remember being so excited about it. And I remember, um, you know, ordering it in the mail and then getting the package from Amazon and just like tearing it open and um, just being so proud of myself because this has been something that I've always wanted to do. And, um, and then of course, you know, I, I look at it, I'm like, oh, wow, it's really, it's really thin. It's really short. <laughs> you know, it took me so long and it's only so many pages, but then again, that was something I was going for. You know, if you're a college kid, you're not going to take 10 hours. It's not, you know, the Iliad or, you know, anything like that by any means. It's just, a, it's a quick read. Um, and I remember being very proud. And I also remember shortly after publishing it and get, buying it myself and, um, you know, having my family buy it and that kind of stuff, I actually found a, a copy of, or, or just a, an old journal that I had. And I, I'm in the book, I talk about, you know, the power of visualization and writing down your goals and how you're so much more likely to achieve your goals if you write them down and if you share them with people. And a couple of years, even before we had started working together, you know, I wrote all these down. I wrote down all my goals and writing and publishing a book was one of them. And so to be able to just put a big cross, a check through that was uh, just, I will never forget that moment because it was just so exciting. That just gave me goosebumps. Like literally yeah. I'm sitting here and the hair is standing up on my arms. Yeah, it was. That's and then, fantastic. So that's why I, I want to write another one because I, I need that feeling again. It was just a really, really cool feeling. And then even now, just the other day, I had a coworker, uh, you know, I told her about the book and she bought it. And then she came in a couple of days later and she said, Hey, I bought your book. Can you sign it for me? And I was like, yeah, of course I will. And, you know, feeling like a little celebrity in my, my office job. <laughs> <laughs> and there, you know, I've put a couple books out and when people ask for that autograph, yeah. it really, is, it, it packs a little bit of a punch for you. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, well, at least they didn't use it to balance the table. <laughs> Right? They right, want you to right. sign it. They're like, oh, yay, it must have been good enough. It's not just balancing furniture. Right. Awesome. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then I, I got nervous about, you know, what to write, you know, but it's, you know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes just a signature is okay. Yeah. So you talk about being kind of shocked at the size of the book. The mm. thing about your book that I absolutely loved was that it is so succinct. Like, mm. You didn't add a whole bunch of fluff just to quote unquote, hear yourself talk. Like you got to right. the point, you laid it out and you gave people a call to action and you moved on to the next. Yeah. But so it, it wasn't a whole lot of, you know, I, I read a lot of books that are kind of self-help geared. Mm -hmm. In fact, I'm reading one right now and I had to get to chapter four of this book. And let me see. It's actually right next to me. I'm going to look. It is almost 300 pages long. 
<laughs> I had to get to chapter four before there was anything useful in the book. Uh. So size doesn't matter. I yeah. mean, it's just one of those things <laughs> that, yeah, her book is bigger, but how much time did I have to spend on it before I really got anything out of it? Because she right. just talks. Right. Well, I appreciate that. And like I said, it's, it's geared towards college kids or, you know, newly, newly graduated um, people or young adults, really. And again, some of my age, you know, we're, we're running around, we're finding jobs, we're paying loans, we're doing this, we're doing that. You know, we don't want to sit and read for 10 years. <laughs> yeah, they want something practical, something they yeah. can put to use right now. Yeah. And I think you delivered on that. Thank you. So if we talk about the best part, we always have to talk about the least favorite part. So what was the mm -hmm. hardest part of getting this book done or just your least favorite part of the process? Yeah, I mean, let's see, probably, you know, the, the part that writing was not as easy for me was probably the financial section, you know, because I thought that was so important, um, you know, because, you know, I, I write in the book that one of the reasons I, I wrote it and one of the reasons especially I wrote that section was because you know a lot of my friends struggle financially you know we don't know how to balance a checkbook we don't know how to you know have good credit and you know have a credit card and use it only for emergencies and and uh, that kind of stuff and I, again I knew some of it from my old my previous job um and it was it was humbling you know go having to go to an expert or someone who I consider an expert and say, hey, let me ask you some questions because I don't know everything. Um, and I want to obviously, you know, share with my readers the right advice. I don't want to babble on, you know, nonsense. Um, so that was, that was challenging. And also, again, because I don't, I don't know it myself. I'm definitely not an expert. Um, and I talk about this in the book. And when my dad read this section, he laughed really hard <laughs> because I, I described him as an overly frugal father, um, <laughs> which he was. He loves that description. Um, <laughs> but that's, that was interesting too, you know, kind of reading that. Cause that was my only experience with money was, you know, watching my dad be like, don't buy this, don't buy this, save 10% of your paycheck, blah, blah, blah. Like that's all, that's all I really knew. Um, and then another thing after, um, you know, that was kind of challenging for me was, um, you know, some of the feedback that I received afterwards, all of it was good. Um, you know, but I, my mom was like, oh, you know, I noticed uh, someone was, was fairly absent, um, you know, from most of the book. And I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't talk about my mom at all. And, and of course, she, she was a great influence on me. And, and of course, you know, I want to include her. But, you know, it just, it just didn't work out, you know, to be in that particular book. Um, so I was like, oh, yeah, I could have done this differently. I could have done this differently. And, um, but at some point, you know, you just have to finish it you know there's no such thing as perfect so you just want to be done is better than perfect um I guess that's what I'm trying to say there because again afterwards I was like oh I should have done this differently I should have done this differently but you know at least it's out there <laughs> <laughs> well and maybe she could become she could take a character spot in your next book exactly I think she will yes exactly could, like yes. make her the heroine of the story yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a strong kind very funny mom yeah <laughs> here you go mom 
here's your spot. I was saving it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or, or I'll, I'll dedicate the next book to her or something. <laughs> oh, that would be sweet. As a mom, I can tell you how much that would be appreciated. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> She'd buy a hundred copies just to have that. <laughs> yeah, she would. She, she bought quite a bit from this one too. They're, they're so proud of me, which, which makes me very happy, of course. <laughs> That's excellent. Where can people find your book? Good question. So you can go to Amazon. It's uh, available as a paperback copy for $7.99. Um, Adulting 101, What They Don't Teach You. Um, again, the, the subtitle is a book on becoming an adult, uh, you know, for the millennial generation. Um, so that's, it's on Amazon. You can also, um, there's a link on my, um, Instagram and my Instagram is Erin underscore a underscore Clark. And I'm on Facebook as well. Um, Erin Clark author. That's awesome. I really hope that you get some, some more sales. I hope what I would love to see is for some schools to reach out to you. That's, that's what I would love. Yes. Yeah, so it's I think getting in, especially to talk about reaches any schools. Yeah. Yes. If the podcast reaches any teachers ears out there. I'm available for speaking engagements. I love speaking. And that was something, you know, when I was especially, you know, certain chapters, you know, time management and stuff like that. Um, I wrote it, you know, kind of envisioning speaking to a crowd of young adults um, because that's something I'd love and that would be ideal if, if I could get that, you know, be able to speak on this book to young adults. No, I think it would be great. And I think high school junior and seniors could really benefit from it and being able to get in and maybe there's an economics class, an accounting class, somebody where you could be a guest to come in one day. Yeah. I mean, just stuff like that would be it would be incredible and yeah. I think speak well. And I, I think it would be a really good thing for them having you there to share your wisdom and how you managed to find your way Yeah, and what you're willing to share. So yeah. I would I, love I, that. Hello teachers. Contact Erin. <laughs> <laughs> she is available. <laughs> Well, Erin, I want to thank you for visiting with me today. I absolutely love your book. I adore you. Oh, and thank you. it's been so fun just knowing you throughout this whole process and watching you thrive and watching you grow to where really you've kind of outgrown your book. And, yeah. <laughs> and so now, I mean, you, you've truly mastered it and you can come back and say, okay, I'm not in it. I'm past it. And now I can show you how to get where I am. And right. That right. is awesome. Ah, uh, thank you so much, and yeah, it's been a pleasure, absolute pleasure, working with you. And when you text me that you started this podcast, and not only did you start it, but you wanted me as a guest, I was so excited, and I'm so excited for you, and um, excited to work with you again, maybe for my next book. But um, I'll keep you posted on that. <laughs> <laughs> and you thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm glad I can. Um, talk about this book, which, like I said, feels like lifetimes ago, but really wasn't that long ago. <laughs> it really wasn't. It shows you how fast time goes. So fast. So fast. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. This has been Aaron Clark, Adulting 101, What They Don't Teach You. You can find it on Amazon. You can hit her up on Instagram or Facebook and grab a copy of this book for your teenagers or your young 20-somethings. They will love it and they'll get so much from it. Again, Erin, thank you for coming on today.
Thanks, Shannon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.